It's time for another Magic Our Way Field Report. Hello, everybody. This is Kevin with the Magic Our Way Podcast. I'm broadcasting live. Of course, I'm broadcasting live. I guess it wouldn't be any wouldn't matter either way because you're going to listen to it later. <laughs> So, you know, live and in person, I'm actually talking into this mic in the comfort of our hotel room here at Disney World on day two of our little podcasting trip where it is now cold outside, yes? It's freezing. Yes, it's freezing cold. I think most of the listeners have caught the little cold spell that's coming down, the Arctic wind, (laughs) so to speak, that's coming down um, from the north. Uh, You know, I think like Texas is like 20s or something back home. Is in the twenties, and here it's in the thirties, which is pretty cold with a steady wind. Mm-hmm. Um, so, to kind of give you bearings of where we're at, you know, um, we're 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 in the we traveled during that particular time, which is strange because I, I told y'all before, like when then Thanksgiving came, I, you know, I it was freezing when I came, <laughs> you know. So now we're doing that, and luckily we have some winter clothing to deal with, so we wouldn't have to pay the outstanding prices at Norway. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Three hundred to two hundred dollars for a jacket. Yeah, now granted, those guys I know know cold, and they know how to keep warm and cold. So I'm sure those things would have done a job, <laughs> but that would definitely hurt our pocketbooks, <laughs> respectively, <laughs> if we had done that. So it's a good thing we brought it. But anyway, today uh, we went to Epcot. We did, and we spent most of the day here at Epcot, and we accomplished uh, uh, one of the other goals that I had when we came down was, uh, you know, of course I teach that world music class, and um, I did travel around we we traveled around the mm-hmm. world showcase um searching out searching out music music stuff talking to cast members that were from the countries you know uh talking about the, their culture what they listen to what they suggest got some ideas i wrote some stuff down it's actually really really fun um well, i might have to talk about that on a future report or even a show because that's just kind of interesting when i learn it mm-hmm. um actually that'd be a good idea huh if i went through like the world showcase pavilions and kind of talked about uh, uh, um, like a little world music lesson, like I would in class. Yeah, why the music not? stuff to kind of in uh, plus their experience when they go to World Showcase, maybe. I think you know? so. Yeah, I absolutely. Do once you uh, kind of get a bearing on things and, and listen to like a lot of the um, a lot of pavilions over there are known for certain acts. Yeah, that that sell their CDs there, Japan. Yeah, um, absolutely. You, uh, Morocco. Morocco, yeah. Um, it give you a little insight to the performing groups that are like Matsuritsa and mm-hmm, the drummers. Off Kilter. And off Kilter. And uh, uh, who else did we see? Oh, Moroccan. We mm-hmm. didn't see them, but we know they play there a lot. And, of course, in, in Mexico, you know, El Cobre, mm-hmm. Mariachi. Uh, Mariachi Cobre, sorry. Yeah. I don't think I saw them there today, but uh, they're usually there in Mexico performing. And of course, the British stuff. Revolution. Yeah, and the British Revolution. Yeah, we could talk about that stuff. But yeah, if you're interested in doing that kind of stuff, why don't you shoot me a tweet or a message on Facebook or email us at magicrway at gmail.com. And Kevin is a professional. He's he's taught this many, yes. many, many times over. Yes. Yeah, don't don't attempt this at home. <laughs> I'm a trained professional, yeah. so there you go. <laughs> so if you ask, you're going to get an actual lesson. You're not going to get, you know, a couple guys Wikipediaing it. Right, right, right. So... Yeah, there's no really ambient sound during this show because we're inside warm in the comfort of our, of the, I guess, on-location studios. We're on-location in Disney World. We're doing we the show. We're in and our new room. We're in our new room, actually, and it's mm-hmm. uh, it, it's classified as a lake view, a deluxe yeah. studio lake view, but mm-hmm. if we go outside on the patio and we look left, Danny, what do we see? 
we see what we saw right in front of our Last room, before, which is a brilliant <laughs> view of the Magic Kingdom. Yeah, and I could turn on the station that has wishes and look to the left, and voila, wishes right in front of my face. So, you know, it's interesting. And here's a little tip. Yeah, if you happen to get a room at Bay Lake, you know, even though it's not, it doesn't say Magic Kingdom view, at least try to shoot for uh, one of the rooms on the outside. Uh, Bay Lake Tower is northern side. Yeah, well, northern side. I'm not. Maybe the south south side also has some kind of a view. Maybe maybe if you look right, you might be able to see. I have to have to look at that and see. But if any case, you know, Bay Lake Towers is a shaped like a letter C. It's like a crescent, and uh, you know, the inside of the crescent points out to uh, Bay Lake. So if you get a room on the outside of the crescent, then you have a good chance of, regardless if it says Lake View. You still have a good view of Magic Kingdom. Yeah. You know, yeah, for us, we look left, but you could still see the view of the kingdom. So the only time you really don't have a view is when you go on the, pick a room on the inside of that crescent, inside of the letter C. You're pretty much guaranteed you're going to see the pool area and even Bay Lake itself, you know. So just a little hint if you're booking, you know, if you, um, you know, you don't want to pay full price for the Magic Kingdom view. Rest assured that, you know, even though you do a, a lake view, you're still going to get to see, you know, wishes, the Magic Kingdom, everything, you know, plain as day right there. Yeah. And you can always ask to upgrade when you get here to say, hey, listen, get me as close to a view as you can. Yeah. Because there's a lot of rooms that don't classify as Magic Kingdom views. Right. Yeah. That are absolutely that have a Magic Kingdom. Yeah. View. And point in case, you might have heard me when I did the trip report a year ago. Um, me and a friends uh, back in 2012, we got a grand villa here at Bay Lake Towers, and it said, you know, Lakeview. Well, my Lakeview. If I went out in the, if I, if I, if you take the site picture out of the balcony of that particular grand villa, maybe one eighth of that picture would be lake, and the rest was Magic Kingdom. <laughs> <laughs> so they don't really say it's a complete Magic Kingdom view yeah. because you see part of the lake. You know, it was cool. Because mm-hmm. I got to see the dude hang gliding in the morning, every morning. Somebody was always, not hang gliding, um, parasailing. Okay. I was yeah. going to say, like Soren. Yeah, no, not like Soren. Uh, we did that today, by the way. But anyway. Um, oops, sorry. If you hear the sports owner theme, we do not own that theme. We do not have the rights. <laughs> I just happened to have the app, and it came on and told me the results of the FSU game. So anyway. Hey, well, um, we're in Disney. Yeah, that's right. ESPN's Disney. Oh, yeah. It all fits. Okay. That's right. Yeah. So we're a Disney podcast. So mm-hmm. it's okay to have their logos there because, you know, we support them. Absolutely. Um, so, no, yeah, just some tips if you happen to be booking at Bay Lake Towers at the Contemporary, you know, to kind of keep in mind if you want to choose your rooms. And I know the Turing Plans guys do a very in depth job at that. But just from experience, you know, hey, Lakeview doesn't always mean completely Lakeview, you know. Mm-hmm. I mean, I see the lake. It's nice and relaxing. I look left. It's the Magic Kingdom. So, yeah. Done. Um, so anyway, today oh, we could talk about what else we did today, but um, well, let's get to the topic at hand that we want to speak on this particular field report, and that is the whole thing about the tiered magic, oh, magic bands, magic pass, <laughs> <laughs> the tiered fast pass plus system that they have going on at Epcot. So, Danny, let me take it over to you, because I know you're doing a lot of the planning for us when we're doing pass passes, so you had to deal with most of the headache of trying yeah. to get that sucker to work. So why don't you give the listeners a little rundown of uh, what was happening? Well, we've heard about it, and uh, we got to experience it today for the first time. And, yes, uh, they're doing this tiering system over in Epcot that is really 
you're, you're almost just better off not having fast pass uh, for what they do. You basically you get one fast pass, and then they give you fast passes to a bunch of rides that you really don't need. We used the fast pass on two of the rides, and it was quicker to just go in the standby line. Right, right. Um, basically, how it works out is that you pick an attraction, and you can only have Soren, uh, Test Track, or Maelstrom. Of that three, you can't have any two of those as part of the three fast passes that you get. So Maelstrom was in that, really? Yeah, Maelstrom was considered. Oh, oh God, yeah, no, it was. Yeah, it was a headache. Wow. I, mean, I would have just settled for that in the Maelstrom, but we couldn't have it. I mean, um, we went. Standby was only twenty minutes long. That wasn't bad at all. Yeah. Huh. No. Huh. Interesting. Absolutely. Um. So that's one tier for you guys listening. That's one of the tiers you could pick from. Okay, so basically what you get to do is you get to choose one of Illuminations, which is, I guess is like a preferred seating kind of thing, uh, Maelstrom, uh, Soren, Test Track, or Meeting Your Disney Pals in Future World. You get to pick one of those. After that, you have two preferences from the following. <laughs> Meeting the Disney Pals? Meeting the Disney Pals is considered a top-of-the-line Fast pass right well, up I guess there for the kids, but uh, like so talk like about Duffy? splitting the group. I mean, it's like yeah, yeah. It's <laughs> so you have a choice between meeting, you know. So Mickey is Duff, Duff- Duffy's in that picture? <laughs> I would look. They better bring in the long lost characters if you're le- if you're using a a fast pass to do it. That you can spend on test track soaring, uh, anything that you'd be waiting in line normally seventy minutes for. Right, right. Um, so you're forced to do that. Um, well, I'm, I'm sorry. You're not forced to do that. You have to choose one of those. And then you have to choose two more from the following groups. And if you don't do it, they'll just suggest it for you and make it and make their own selections for you once you choose whatever whatever uh, ride you want to do. You can't right. just have one. It's going to automatically book your other two for you. And the ones that you get to choose from are Captain EO, Journey into Imagination, Living with the Land, Mission Space, Spaceship Earth, The Seas with Nemo and Friends, and Turtle Talk with Crush. None of which I've ever had any problems walking just right on. Oh, no I kidding. mean, maybe yeah. a 10-minute wait at best on max days. Absolutely. But beyond that, and, and I mean, Captain Neo and, and, and Turtle Talk, I mean, that's just scheduled times right, right, as right, it right. is. So you're forced to use two of your fast passes on a bunch of attractions that you don't need fast passes for. Right, right, right. The only ones that you really need you would are really soaring in test track. And so um, I went, Kevin and I went to one of the kiosks because we really didn't quite understand it because at first we had uh, uh, tickets for soaring and then we wanted, we wanted to switch up um, – because you can change your, you, you can change the uh, what you call it, the the attraction. And so we had living with the land, and we were trying to change it to Spaceship Earth, because it picked it for us. If you wanted soaring at one o'clock, you had to accept whatever the other two were, which was living with the land and um, the seas with Nemo. And the seas with Nemo, and friends. Yeah. yeah. We tried to go ahead and switch it over. We kept getting there was a blip in the system, so we couldn't do it. We found we found a kiosk. But the funny thing is that the message, the error message, actually said there's a blip in the system. Yes, it's exactly it what said they the said. the word blip. Yeah. I thought that was amusing to me. Has Webster defined blip yet? I mean, I, know, I guess is, so. is that it's, a real it's official word? techie term? There's a blip. Yeah, <laughs> um, <laughs> like a glitch. I've heard that. Oh, but we know what a glitch is. Yeah, yeah you know, that, you know, shoot. Uh, what's that? So um, yeah. we went to go. 
<laughs> we went to go to the kiosk, and there was just like, what was he, all of 17, if that? Yeah, there's usually a bunch of cast members around these uh, Fast Pass Plus kiosks where you can scan your magic bands, and if you can't get it done on the app, you could definitely do it through their system that's, I guess, hardwired to everything else, I'm mm-hmm. assuming so. Uh, but anyway, yeah, he was he was he was a youngin. So we're trying to do this, and we're remarking about it, and all the troubles that we had earlier with it because it switched up our fast passes. Because a lot of times you'll get unavailable, and it tells you you have fast passes for something else, and then it kind of switches that you have it. No, you you have it for something beyond. Uh, right, it's right. Even something that you didn't think you had it for. Um, so it switched up our fast passes on us in some kind of a weird way, and we're t- and he just ignores that part of it, and he's just going straight into well, right. you can do this, and maybe y'all guys don't know that you can like the benefits and the wonders of Fast Pass Plus, where we're like, yeah, this ain't so wonderful, man. I mean, we've never we didn't have any problems in Magic Kingdom. We got to go wherever we wanted to go. Yeah, that one was pretty easy, but I don't think they have a tier jet either. Yeah, this is the only tiering uh, that we've face thus far so finally it, he oh, wait, did tell me uh when you asked him about the whole tier why they decided to go to the tier system well that's what i was getting to oh, okay like, yeah, well, go ahead. yeah yeah once we got done with you know with getting him to switch over the the, the fast pass finally he finished talking about all this stuff and said everything he needed to say and finally I turned to him and I said okay so why is it that y'all are forcing us and i kind of regretted the way i said it but what <laughs> i basically said was so why do we only get to pick one good ride? <laughs> and, and and the bad thing about saying is that is that the um, you know the assumption is that then every other ride is bad. <laughs> right, <laughs> like right, y- right. Y- y'all y- y'all have this group of good rides, but all the other rides suck. Right. And I I quickly caught myself and I said, well, not to say that they they suck, but I mean you can <laughs> just walk right on there. Right. It's like we don't need a fast pass to ride these. You're all forcing us. We have, we get three fast passes, and you're forcing us to use two of them on rides that we don't. Yeah, it's you really don't need a fast pass. For. Yeah. And the kids said that well, basically when they first rolled it out, everyone was you know gravitating towards their two big attractions, which was uh, soaring and. Um, and test track. Which is their two better rides in that part of the park anyway. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So since everyone was, was gravitating towards their two best attractions, they've implemented this system to make it more fair because fast passes were running out for everybody else towards the end of the day. Right. And to which I responded, well, kind of sounds like y'all need to build more must-do attractions. Then. Right, right. <laughs> because if all y'all have got is two and y'all are offering us three choices and that's too much for y'all to handle, that y'all need to start forcing us to go to rides that we can just saunter on. Right. Seems like y'all need bigger attractions. But um, I don't know that I got a response to that, did I? No, you didn't get a response to that. Yeah. Because after that, we just kind of exited out and that was it. Um. Yeah, you think he would have just pleaded like, yeah, I know. I wish these guys would get along to doing something like that. But yeah. anyway, so yeah, that that was our experience with tiering. So it is here. It it, it really is terrible. Um, it makes no sense whatsoever to do it like this. I mean, really. Yeah. Uh, I, I don't know. I mean, it, it doesn't save you at all from having to go to the park early and, and go run to your, you know, favorite ride and picking up your, your fast pass uh your fast passes to go ahead and do it because you know that's that's supposed to be what fast pass plus is right you know the ability to go ahead and plan out your day beforehand so that way you make sure you get in the ride you want to get on uh this tiering system completely stops that from happening right yeah yeah the rides that people want to get on are going to be both test track and um and soaring you know i, I can't even throw maelstrom in there <laughs> yeah i mean look i'll accept it i'll wait in line for the for the maelstrom that's never been more than a 20 30 yeah. minute wait i'll I mean, wait for that yeah i'll wait for that but 
I ain't waiting an hour and a half to ride the poorly themed redo of Test Track. That really, you just ride and so you get to go whirling around outside for a couple of seconds. Yeah, you know, it was funny about the whole Fast Pass plus this and with the living with the land is that there was hardly any line for the living. There was none. No. In fact, what what happened was is that I was trying to stop Kevin from using his fast pass so we could save it, just in, in the prospect of trying to do something else with it right. in case because at that time we weren't really keyed in on exactly how limited we were, and Kevin just went ahead and scanned his 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 bracelet and started walking anyway, and I tried to follow him in, but another family that had the scan in their bla- bracelet went in right behind Kevin, and I'm looking at the standby line where people are just walking straight on the ride. So I said I turned pointed to Kevin and I said I'll meet you right, by right. the boat. by their boat. Yeah. <laughs> so I walked straight onto the ride and I waited there for Kevin to have to scan his magic band for a second time yeah. and then complete the walk through <laughs> to come down to meet me who just wa- walked right onto the ride. And the same thing happened with Spaceship Earth. Yeah, it's uh, while it's- we were sitting there scanning our bracelets Six or seven more people walked in right in front of us, yeah. straight in standby. To give you guys an idea, the switchbacks were not in effect. You could just, you could just go through the entrance and, <laughs> and just go right to the entrance. There was no switchbacks being utilized in either attraction. So uh, that was kind of a funny thing. It's like, wow, I'm using a fast pass plus for this. I really don't need it, you know. No, but I mean, it just kind of shows you how you, people really do put their brains on vacation. When they come to a place like this, because I'm watching these people do it, and I'm like, guys, you don't need to do this. I mean, I know y'all have something on your phone telling you that you have this, but just because you have it doesn't mean you have to use it, because you can just ignore that and just walk right on in. Right, right. And it's not a problem, but people, I guess, just felt like, I have this fast pass, I have to use it. I must and, get in line, yeah, I must get my thing. And it's like, no, you didn't need to. You can right. just walk right And on. with a tiered system, it's like even if you don't use the fast pass for the ride that you don't need a fast pass on, it's not like you, 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 you're going to lo- gain or lose anything from it because you can't even change it to another ride that you would want to anyway. Yeah, so anyway, if you have an experience with the tiered system here at Epcot, man, shoot us an email at magicourway at gmail.com. And, or you can shoot us a tweet or tw- uh, shoot us a message on Twitter. And also, while you're at it, go ahead and follow us. Um, that way, you can feel uh, f- uh, f- uh, go um, live vicariously through us and follow our tweets on our day-to-day business. We'll tell you everything that we're going to, what we're riding, what we're eating, what we're drinking, and stuff. So you can kind of uh, come along the journey with us. You know, we want you to be there. Um, follow us on Twitter, uh, Facebook. We, we'll post every now and then when we have these shows released. But if uh, if not, I mean, definitely follow us on Twitter. Um, so, yeah, uh, with that being said, you know, um, we'd love to hear from you. Tell us about your tiered FastPass Plus experience here at Epcot. And with that note, my name is Kevin. And I'm Danny. Magic out.